<laughs> Yo, you feel that? Dog, that's that's queer retrograde, queer baby. Retrograde, baby. Oh. conjuring up the energy for this one y'all you know even last night when i was watching it wait no i was watching it last night but last night i was thinking about watching it again i was like i feel like i don't want all these episodes to be immersed in disappointment and all these people but they keep testing us i know the l word gen q season three episode three <sighs> welcome back i am hobbs and i use they them pronouns and i'm Lynn's and i use any pronouns we are Really just in the thick of seeing who has changed and who is still the same dumb bitch they were (laughs) for the last 15 years we've known them. So much so that I feel like even someone like Bet who left, I'm like, well, she left so she wouldn't have to be held accountable (laughs) for her usual bullshit. (laughs) Meanwhile, everyone else who stayed in L.A., let's just crack right into it. So... Nat goes to Gigi, goes to her side. You know, her face is all casted. She's in a fucking stretcher. Mm -hmm. Everything's fucked up. But Nat's there. And she's like, oh, my God, Gigi, are you okay? And she's getting closer. But then some EMT, quote unquote, pushes Nat into kissing Gigi. Like, their lips touch, but it's lingering. Okay, but then... She, like, pulls out for a minute. She goes back Yeah, I didn't remember that. The second time we watched oh. it, I was like, she purposefully kissed Gigi. That was a kiss. Meanwhile, Danny shows up. And that's like, oh, yeah, let me get out of this ambulance. And Danny just kisses her forehead where clearly, like, Gigi's the most hurt. So it's like... Danny, please read the room. But then goes back to Nat and is like, oh, thanks for showing up. And then, like, the EMT guy's like, all right, one of you can get in there. And then Danny's like, oh, yeah, that'll be me. And Nat's like, well, clearly, it should be me. Yeah. So. That was painful. Not the most painful thing to happen this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then we cut to Sophie and Alice. They got some nice, pretty flowers coming in. That's <laughs> just a side note. But I, like, I don't remember this shit. <laughs> of course you do. Sophie and Alice are talking about the dating show idea and how smart it is. Um, we have this whole conversation with Renee, our new boo-boo. Renee Zellweger. Bridget Jones Diaries' very own Renee. She is smoking hot. She's like... <laughs> pouring coffee you know doing some latte art for alice she's like i didn't want to do you know a heart because that's derivative so i did chaos it's art <laughs> but she's just being funny yeah and like alice is like no one's ever as funny as me so the energy is very like hot and playful and cute mm-hmm. i love it and she says uh alice says why don't you come watch the show like mm-hmm. i would rather there be someone who actually cares about this shit rather than just confused tourists who are, think they're going to see ellen right which i'm like yeah mm-hmm. that really would be an issue In i feel LA, absolutely. <laughs> so finley is looking at this college application procrastinating on pressing the submit button and Shane walks in and is like, hey, yo, <clears throat> let's go break some shit at the new bar. And, of course, Finley doesn't even need to hear anything else. Like, they just, they roll up. Genuine's My Pony is cued on. Everything's in slow motion. They're breaking shit. They're humping the ground. They're doing moves. It's probably one of the most wholesome, like, natural, like, bro moments I think we've seen on this show in quite some time. Yeah. Zero conflict. Just boys being boys. Guys being guys. Dudes being dudes. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Finn asked Shane if she thinks she'd be good at school, and Shane's like, "I don't know. Were you ever were you ever good at that shit?" And then Tess walks in. Wait, but just to say again, like we need more moments like this yes. in the show. Like I was truly, genuinely enjoying this so much. Where it's like what we were talking about earlier, where people were saying on the on in the comments on the l word instagram like they Mm. focus so much on romantic relationships in this show now Mm -hmm. it's like all about that but like my favorite moments truly which i feel like we touched on last episode of like my favorite moments of last episode were all the things between shane and alice yeah like their friendship is like so exciting to me and like i relate to it so much more than like so many of these like bullshit romantic relationships they're throwing our way Uh same thing with this relationship with shane and finley and also finley and tess 
Like, I love that sort of, like, family friendship dynamic that is happening. Community, if you will. Yeah, it's really cute. Tess comes in and she's so mad. She's like, we weren't supposed to fucking demo today. That's tomorrow. Right as Finley breaks a pipe. <laughs> yeah, that timing was terrible. So now Tess is even more mad. And now she has to wait for a plumber. And Shane's like, oh, fine, fine. You know what? If you're not going to calm down, fine. I guess I'll just I'll just stay out of your way. And Tess is like, fine. <laughs> That's what I, I just... Uh, it's not even like a real fight. Like, I feel like this is just like a tense moment, but like for what I think Shane uses this moment as an excuse to do what she does later, not nearly. Right. The scales are so... Well, obviously, there is no excuse for what she did, no matter what. Well, no. But also, like, I mean, we were talking about this during the episode, but I was like, I understand where Tess is coming from. Like, she's working her ass off, running around really busy in that moment. You walk in and, like, Finley and Shane are just seemingly fucking around in this like mm. new space that you're trying to build you're like she's in her like boss I, I energy you, you yeah. know and she's and they're in their playboy energy and she's like i don't want fucking playboys right now okay <laughs> put your shirt back on yeah literally <laughs> so again it was just a timing thing but yeah. at the same time i also just feel like they're not used to having any moments of tension like that Mm -hmm. every time that we see them they're always super playful with each other and kind of giggly and like i don't really think they fight that's why it was intense like you can't just be snapping at people usually be playing around with and all of a sudden it's like (laughs) ow (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right so danny is like half-assing taking care of Gigi. yeah what the fuck like Gigi deserves the world as i was not impressed like i was like She's just going to go to work. No, this entire time that, like, I just feel like everything, every interaction we see Danny with Gigi, it's so clear to me that Gigi's always the one taking care of Danny, Mm -hmm. never vice versa, Mm -hmm. versus, like, even just the energy that we got from Nat in the ambulance versus Danny in the ambulance. I'm like, Nat is there to take care of Gigi. She's like, I will drop anything. This is my fucking family, bro. Like, absolutely. The way she looked at her. Yeah. Versus when Danny came in, she was just, like, so, like, overwhelmed and panicky and just, like, because Danny doesn't... Well, she's used to putting out corporate fires all the time with dad. Right. You know, and it's always supposed to be, like, keep the emotion out of it. Right. Just cut the thing that you need to cut up. This is real ass shit. Danny doesn't know how to deal with real ass shit. Well, no. And I feel like that's the whole thing, too, whenever, like, later, whenever Danny's, like people keep leaving me for another person or whatever. And Sophie's just kind of like, "Mm." it's like, I can tell that Sophie's like, bruh, like you're not very good at like reciprocity in like the care department. Right. Cause again, it's like, I guess Gigi hasn't been to work in five days and she's just like on the couch. And like Danny didn't know that Gigi needs help getting ready when she's still on painkillers and shit, of course Nat is going to come over and of right. course Nat's going to help out. Right. Because you clearly are dropping the ball. Right. Because you're still addicted to work. <laughs> you're so mad. I am. And so Danny is so, she's perturbed that, you know, Nat showed up, but she leaves. And then Gigi and Nat are alone. Mm-hmm. And they're on the couch and they're vibing and they're smiling. And Gigi's like, well, do we want to talk about the other night? <laughs> Wait, but before that, what, what is hand, foot, and mouth? I'm not. I feel like that was the. Is it like a fungi? Like I don't a fungal know. infection? I just or thought something? that meant that, like, the kids were too rough with her at some point or something. I don't know. I don't know what it meant. No, I think it's some kind of, like, infection or, like, rash. Oh. She must have had it. Like, like athletes. You get it on your, your hands, feet, and mouth, maybe. Oh, and you get it from kids? Yeah. Oh. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. I got that. But yeah, she didn't go in public for a week. That makes sense. So they're sitting there and she's like, do you want to talk about the kiss? And Nat's like, well, no. <laughs> like, it was nothing. It's obviously <laughs> right. something. Nah, I'm like, nah. I mean, I think Nat's just like, hey, I think like later when she explains like, you're on painkillers mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and you just had a whole emotional mm-hmm. thing. Like, relax, mm-hmm. baby. Totally. There'll always be time to talk. But like right now. Right. Relax. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I love that energy too, which is the opposite of what we got from Danny again. Whenever we're, whatever, we'll get into that later. But, like, just Nat's energy of just, like, 
dude, let's just, I just want to take care of you. Yeah. Let's relax. Not really trying. I want to make sure that you're, yes. Just the way she said things, I was like, now you know why I love her. Oh my God. (laughs) Get in line. So Angie's at school and she's fucking stoked. It's her first class in collage turns out though her professor is the dude she macked with the other night at Beth's art gallery mm-hmm. so uh awkward yeah and <clears throat> also we learned that jordy is having trouble with boundaries and texting angie a lot yeah so. i thought she was referring to her mom i'm glad you mentioned that. no then. she was talking on the phone with bet oh and she was like yeah mom like i'm fine like jordy's having trouble with boundaries and just texting me way too much but like otherwise i'm doing okay well jordy's probably spinning out like yo angie's had such like a wild couple of years like i don't want to be another reason she's probably yeah placating her own guilt at mm-hmm. that point because angie does seem fine she's very bright and vibrant mm-hmm. this whole time oh i love her so much such a great actor and so <laughs> shane is with Alice at the, you know, the Alice show. 100th episode. And is gifting Alice an L word original chart. So good. Oh, I, I was like, this is such a big moment. Like full circle. Look at Alice. So successful. Humble beginnings from like this little dry erase board that even her own mother tried to put herself on. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> All the way to this moment where she's like, has her own show and she's wearing a clown suit and it's like, she's living her best life. She's wearing a clown suit? That suit was a lot, bro. I loved it. I, just, I loved it. It was my favorite like, color. She, can, she pulls it off. Yeah. But I'm just saying. <laughs> So it's giving a little clown. <laughs> no, but the, it's it was not, still giving it a little clown. It wasn't as clown as the white suit with the blue. Not thing. as clown, but still <laughs> under the clown umbrella. All right. Okay. But am I wrong? No. And Alice is like, yeah, you know, thanks for this gift. It's kind of wild because like, wait, how did I forget the segue? But she mentions how like oh, she turned down Tom's proposal. She said that she's like, Bet and Tina sent me these flowers and Tom sent me a basket of Bic pens. Right. Which am I, I'm like, is that a Bic? ad yeah what the fuck <laughs> why are they placing big ads why was on there the a real prop of like <laughs> yeah. a basketball of bi- anyway she's like yeah i turned on his proposal and i just like how that was glazed over yeah she was like well you know i did turn down the marriage proposal but i guess we're still friends so she'll write another book and then they'll fall in love again <laughs> maybe i don't know i is okay what do you th- okay what do you think about when someone proposes mm-hmm. the other person says no mm-hmm. like is that just like okay we can't date now because i know i don't ever want to be with you like forever so now we just can't keep dating well it depends on the circumstances well, we don't know like what right so what i think is probably that alice would have still been down to date in a more casual way for mm-hmm. a while to see if it could develop into mm-hmm. something like that. But I also feel like maybe Alice just doesn't want to get married. Yeah, okay. You know? I don't know. I could see her getting down. Maybe. But Some kind of like, you know, alt. Right. Not like marriage. Marriage. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something along the lines of, you know, a, a broader commitment, I feel. Right. Yeah. Right. I could see her doing that. I could see that, too, I but guess. But with Tom, but- no. The fact that, like, she found that ring, so you know she was already, like, freaking out and brought it up as soon as they landed the plane, if that. And then he's Imagine like, well, if she brought it up on the plane. That's what I was saying. <laughs> he had to, like, do it on the plane. And then she's like, no, like, bro, we should just be pals. Then the video goes viral because it's Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Where are those files? Oh, my God. For real. So Shane's trying to play it cool. Like, look, I brought you a gift. And oh, don't look at this as a gift. But I brought all these hair products that are worth millions of dollars for Kaylani. Oh Where is God. she, by the way? By the way. And Bitch, what? Right. And Alice is like. You can see it in Alice's mm-hmm. face. She's like, I know what you're doing. She's like, you guys got pretty close, huh? Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking face. <laughs> Shane's like, yeah, well, you know. Like, mentee vibes. Shane's trying to play it off as mentee vibes. And Alice uh, is just like, where's yeah. Tess, bitch? Where yeah. is Tess? Oh, she couldn't make it tonight because I pissed her off on purpose. And, yeah, Alice knows. She's like, as soon as Shane says she wanted me to send you her love, Alice is like, well, I'm really fucking sad she's not here. Yeah. (laughs) Shane doesn't pick up on any of this. No. It's just like, I know what I came here to do. Yeah. 
And so we get a cool moment of Danny and Sophie. They're like show running together. And in this moment of like friendliness, Sophie's like, yo, you and Gigi should like come over for a double date sometime with me and Finley. It'd be so much fun. And Danny's like, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Um, Cut over to. To be fair, though, I don't even think they would all have a good time. No, they're so Gigi would not be into it. Gigi. Honestly, though, I could see Gigi and Finley having like a fun time in their own way. Of, like, them just, like, literally being so, like, everything's a joke all the time type energy. I don't see it. (laughs) I think... I actually don't see how Gigi and Danny are dating. Yeah. Can we, like, stop and think about that for a moment? Now that it's, no longer the trauma bond anymore, what what do they have in common? What do they talk about? Right. I think it's because Danny has been, like, been pushed into this archetype of, like, being grown and sexy and powerful, like, through her dad and, like, being, like, a 30 under 30 Forbes kind of bitch. Yeah. But then, like, Gigi's like, okay, yeah, I want an adult. But, like, Danny's never had a chance to, like, just, like, be a kid or, like, let her, like, inner, like, child's, like, self come out. Right. And so I don't really know, like, what the energy actually is outside of, like, Danny in that role just always doing that thing. Mm -hmm. And then they, like, flirt, I guess, and fuck. But, like, I don't know what they really, like, bond over. Right. Yeah. And Gigi is definitely the type of person that needs that deeper bond. Yeah. And, you know, Danny's not... Like, the fact that, like, in the last season, Gigi was like, you should come out to my son's, like, um, flute recital. Danny missed it. I I can't even, like... I don't even think they have any reference points of them ever all, like, like, having hung out this entire time. So there's not even, like, a thing of, like, you are so, like, wonderful the way you hang out with my kids. Mm -mm. It's just straight up, like... Trash. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think Sophie, too, is just... Sophie's energy is kind of like the bring everyone together type of energy. I feel like yeah. she just gets that, like, from her family, too. Absolutely. Um. So, anyways. We cut over to the plumbers showing up at the new bar. And there's this one line that killed me where... <laughs> She was, like, the the plumber was saying about how, like, there's rats or something. Or maybe Tess was, like, just so you know, there's rats in the back. Like, and Finley goes, I stopped feeding them. Don't worry. I stopped. And I was, like, LOL. I love it when we get to a point in a show where they can finally start referencing the, yes. the like, themselves, like, yes. the show. Finley's trying to cover for Tess so Tess can go to the show. She's, like, down to, like, not only, like, you know, wait around for the plumber, but also to, like, facilitate a meeting with the sponsee who we don't know who it is yet but it's rosie o'donnell mm-hmm. so that's cool i didn't realize that tested actually <clears throat> is it wise of tess to take on another sponsee when just last week she had to say you've got this by on a phone call to another sponsee well i don't know if finley isn't technically tess's sponsee oh that's the thing i think they're just like unofficial like other okay. supports for each other that's why i'm wondering does finley have a sponsor oh uh, so maybe that's where this relationship is going so we go back to college it's after class angie had to sit through a whole 101 intro syllabus class with this guy she macked with and he's like all right everyone bye everyone except you angie comes up and he's like is it you and she's like, yeah, sorry I kissed you. I just had a breakup. My mom's getting back together. And it's my first week of college. And he's like, whatever, I'm just happy you're here. And then smiles at her and then, like, continues to smile at her on his way out. I'm like, bro, that was a conversation you were supposed to enter. And you just exited the chat. Right. Right. That what was a fuck. That was, like, so irresponsible. Yeah, like. So irresponsible. You kissed one of your students. Like, mm-hmm. you need to have. What? No more dialogue. You just gonna smile at her and tell her you're glad she's here, bro. I don't know about all this. I didn't like that. So Kalani receives Shane's stuff, calling it liquid gold. I know it. That's in between the lines. Four. <laughs> Can't wait to eat that pussy later. Wow. Anyway, so <laughs> Danny seats Nat and Gigi down at the show. She's, like, offering to get Gigi something. It's all for show at this point because Danny probably hasn't even asked her that all week. And Nat's like, yeah, sure, I'll take some champagne. <laughs> and Danny's like, oh, you want champagne. Okay. And Nat <laughs> is even like, I was going to bring flowers, but I got this bag of oranges. Can you please also deliver them to Alice? <laughs> and Danny's like, 
yeah sure i'll I'll. which is just so funny so funny because like you know alice would get that bag of oranges and be like i get it yeah (laughs) i know exactly what happened yeah (laughs) i love that for them and Danny's like, yeah, sure, I'll see to it that she gets them. No problem. Yeah, she's Clearly pissed. a problem. She's pissed. <laughs> Nat and Gigi are alone again. Gigi explains to her, you know, when I got hit by that red truck, my life flashed before my eyes, baby. And you know what I saw? I saw my family. I saw you and the kids. And I just... Danny comes back with a whole bottle of champagne. <laughs> just corked. No glass. No glass. Gives it to Nat and walks off. <laughs> Nat's like, don't worry, I have a reusable straw. <laughs> and Gigi's laughing through all of this. She's just like, oh yeah, my. That bitch God. high as hell. Yeah. <laughs> she on the painkillers. Yeah, she high as hell. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. The whole thing was just like, this whole dynamic. I, I just, I yeah. loved it. I loved it the good. Nat and Gigi situation. It's tasty. Um. All right, so cut back over to Finley and Carrie. Finley is, or Carrie said something about like, oh, you look exactly like how you, how Tess said you would, like Danny DeVito, blah, blah, no, blah. Danny DeVito. What'd she say? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, sorry, Leonardo Danny DeVito. DeVito. I didn't write it down. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't write it down. <laughs> Danny DeVito? Whatever, all these Danny men. Danny DeVito. All these men in Can my I head. show you a picture? All these men in your head. Can I show you <laughs> a picture? Danny fucking DeVito? Do you know who that is? Is that the guy from Greece? No, it's the guy from It's Always Sunny. He's like that small dude with like, you know, like wacky hair. Oh, He's wait, like the really short one. Yeah, man. family look like that. Okay, so wait, what no, did she say? What's Leonardo the DiCaprio, okay. the guy from Titanic. You've seen Titanic, right? No. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? The guy from... um. You know, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, that yeah. guy. But younger. Okay. Yeah, he had a haircut in Titanic. That's why I brought that up. That looks like Finley's right now. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Not Danny DeVito. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, men in my head. Okay, anyway. <laughs> my, I, I browsed through that part because what I heard Finley say really changed everything for me. What's that? She said... Wow, I must be on some gender journey right now. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Please, dear, give God. us some non-binary Please. shit. Please, give it to us." Where if are my brothers at? I've been waiting for Finley to Where are like my sisters at explore that whole narrative at? because it's clearly there, right? Obviously, all that shit about religion and that's why it's rubbing her wrong this this whole time the wrong way so deeply and all the family tension and with the priest and like ooh right um so yeah tess is carrie's sponsor carrie's like so funny yeah rosie o'donnell's like i brought i gotta buy one get one on subs if you want one no sauce she doesn't like no wet bread yeah no wet bread and like Finley's just like laughing. She's just like, "What the fuck? Who is this person?" <laughs> yeah, like, for real. It's hilarious. And then Carrie is like, "I have to go pee because I chugged a gallon of sweet tea on the way here." <laughs> and Finley's like, "Obviously, the water's broken because I put bursted the pipe, but oh, you yeah. can go to Dana's." Perfect prime. So she's walking walking over to Dana's and she's like, "Kegel and hold, Kegel and hold, Kegel and hold," which is so funny. <laughs> and then she goes into the bathroom and then bam, she tries to go into the bathroom and Misty pops the door back and hits her right in the nose. And her nose is bleeding. And her whole reaction to it was just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can taste it. The blood's coming," but like still so chill. Right. Like, relaxed, but chaotic. Yes. yes. I loved it. And Misty's like, well, there's no toilet paper anywhere because Finley sucks at her job. <sighs> Still. So I'm going to put Still. some tampons up your nose and uh, they're going to have a cute little romantic moment of shoving tampons up Carrie's nose. <laughs> a true gay love it first. A meat cute. Right. That's the word. Exactly. A good meat cute. And then Finley comes into the bathroom and is like, what the fuck is going on? She has a whole handful of mini packets of sauce for her sando because Carrie doesn't like wet bread. And she's like, yeah, my bad. I didn't put toilet paper in here, uh, but you two look cozy, so I'm going to leave. Yo. 
God damn it, Finley. So Sophie's putting together <laughs> the dating game for Alice and sees that contestant number three is like wasted. <laughs> we need a replacement. Meanwhile, Gigi and Nat are still fucking flirty. And Gigi, Gigi, wow, sorry, excuse me. Gigi, <laughs> relax. Yikes. Okay, you said Danny DeVito. <laughs> Anyway, Gigi wants to know if Nat feels any type of way about her, you know, life flashing before her eyes revelation. Nat deflects. She's like, bro, you're not thinking straight. You're on painkillers. Just relax. It's cool. And Gigi's like, well, I've known you since, you know, we were 18. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how old are they now? They must be like 35, 40. Yeah. That's a long time. And they got kids. I'm like, y'all really should just get back together. (laughs) <laughs> That's my soft take. Um, but then Danny sees this, sees them touching mm-hmm. intimately, hand on the leg. Says a lot. Right. Yeah. Gigi is like, Nat was like, are you smizing at me right now? The way that they just know each other so well and they can just kind of call each other out on shit. It's just so attractive to me. That's I'm that just 20 like, years dating time. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So Sophie then spots Renee Zellweger doing something and is like, oh, perfect. Contestant number three. Let's go. And then Shane is telling, or no, Kaylani's talking to Shane about how oh, I haven't dated in two years because I told you I have a kid, you know, like I just need to get back up on that horse. And Shane's like, oh, I bet you're a natural on that horse. And Kaylani's like, well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> and then Renee Zellweger comes up because she needs some freshening up for her big debut on Alice's show. And then Alice welcomes Margaret Cho, Margaret Cho and the games begin. And the first contestant is like some dude from like... <laughs> the first contestant is... My ex-boyfriend. I'm dead. <laughs> he's like, I'm oh a, my god. I, he's like, I'm an, an animal rescue like shelter owner. Blah blah blah. I live in the mountains of Montana and I have a great time and a great beard. And <laughs> Margaret Cho is like, wow, he's perfect. Serial killer. <laughs> And I was like, I dated this man before. Oh, oh no wonder you have all these men on your mind. And then <laughs> Danny is asking Gigi, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because Gigi's like, I need to go home and like, Nat's going to bring me home. And Gigi's like, no, Danny's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not having it. Like, we need to talk about this shit right now. All right. But I'm now. like, bro, she was just in a car accident, like an intense car accident less than a week ago. And you expect her to sit in these fucking chairs in this cold ass studio live fucking show, like sitting up straight, like out of the comfort of her own home for multiple hours. No, she needs to be at home in bed, bro. And the only one who understands that is Nat. Yeah. Danny has no cognitive empathy or the feel as we call it. Yeah. No feel. It's whatsoever. always like back to me. Look about me. I'm right. being successful. She's trying to. She's bet number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was trained by you know the goblin herself. So <laughs> she is bet number two, and it's like it's again what we were talking about earlier of how Nat is able to just put everything away because mm-hmm. she knows that Gigi just needs support in mm-hmm. these moments. Mm-hmm. Danny's doing the opposite, where Gigi was the one that was like. Let's talk later. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like, fuck no, we're talking right fucking now. Like, and then breaks up with her I by think- saying, I'm done. Yeah. That is the most childish bullshit I've ever fucking heard of. It's because she saw the leg touch. She was like, I'm driven to the point. I don't know. I feel like I'm not trying to excuse it, but I will say. <laughs> There was, like, okay, I feel like Danny was kind of left behind in some way, form. I feel like maybe they just weren't talking enough. Cause like when because Nash Danny's sh- always on her goddamn phone working. All right, all right, you're right, you're right, you're right. When are they going to talk? Gigi was like, I didn't even have time to tell you I invited Nat over because you were working all fucking morning running around the apartment. I asked you if you'd seen my earring and you even blew that simple ass question off. Yeah, you're right. So how am I going to have an in-depth conversation with you about how I saw Nat when I was in a car wreck? Yeah. When you won't even answer me where the fuck my earring is, bro. <laughs> no yeah you're right i will you're right you're right you're right you're right 
You're right. <laughs> anyway, Finley and Rosie are still bonding. Finley's talking about how, you know, I used to do things like alcohol would like, it would get me to do shit. One time I chugged some gold schlager and then I moved across the States. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's huge. And then the plumber comes <laughs> and says goodbye. And Finley's like, dude, like you need to go like ask her out. Like I've been waiting to do this like college application thing, but you should definitely go ask her out. And then Rosie O'Donnell's like, well, I'll I'll go ask her out if you go fucking, like, submit that college app. Deal. She runs out there. Finley submits it. Runs back in. She's joined a bowling league. It's promising because I guess that's going to be their first date. I wonder how that conversation actually went down, though. Like, what are you doing next week? Oh, I have bowling. Let me join. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just being direct and being like, can I take you out on a date? She was probably just like, we should hang out. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> after she, like, ran out there, I'm like, okay, all right. So then Tess comes home. She's about to go see the show, you know, with Alice, the whole Alice show. But then she gets this really special moment where, like, her mom is, like, present. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a song comes on that reminds her of the past. And, like, Tess is like, oh, my gosh, she used to, like, chain smoke out the window dancing to this song. And then her mom's like, dance with me, darling. And then they fucking dance together. And it's just, like, this beautiful moment that I'm sure, like, when you are in a situation where, you know, your parent doesn't have, like, their memory or, like, lost sense of self, like, through, I forget if it's, like, Alzheimer's, then dementia, or if mm-hmm. it's, like, two separate things. But either way, I'm, like, this moment, I'm, like, damn. That's cool that they're showing that shit. hmm Totally. And, like, Tess got to have this moment. Yeah, fuck the Alice show. This is way more important. Exactly. And also, Tess looks so good. Like, that jacket which draped yeah. over the shoulders she with, did. like, the studs. Mm-hmm. And then her hair and her yeah. makeup. I was just, like it is a goddamn shame that this look is wasted it's not wasted it's with her mom well not with her mom but i mean after oh yeah because speaking of shane and kaylani so they're in the hallway it's called foreplay y'all kaylani's like come with me (laughs) and then kaylani because she knows this whole building she's been working there Uh this whole time shane just never noticed well for for six or seven months like I said. And then Kaylani goes into some, like, you know, hallway door after taking Shane's drink and drinking it. And Shane has this moment right before she goes to follow Kaylani, like, am I going to do this? Of course you are, bitch. You ain't changed. <laughs> Opens up the door. It's blue lit as though she knew this was going to happen. And then Shane just goes in for the kill. The whole time I was watching this, I was really really hoping and thinking that maybe Shane will like pull out or maybe it'll just have to just be a kiss and like she'll like get like you know come to her senses or some shit but no instead we get one of the most legendary crotch shots we've ever had in the entire show because like they're kissing and then they're macking and then like Kaylani turns around because Shane loves that move you know to like be from behind mm-hmm. and then we get this shot where like their hands are like on top of each other as they explore the belly of Kaylani and then they're going further down <laughs> they're going for a deep dive y'all these hands and then Kaylani guides Shane's hands to her pussy beautiful but terrible mm-hmm Literally. Absolutely terrible. But like I said, legendary crotch shot. It's the way that Shane looked at her when she first came in that really gave me the ick. Ooh. Really gave me the ick. Mm. Because it was like, it made me literally question everything Shane does all the time. Ah. Because that's the way that Shane would look at like Tess, you know? Yeah. And so I'm just like, what the fuck is genuine to you? Like, yeah. I just, I'm at a loss. Like, I, I've never felt so personally betrayed yeah. by Shane, yeah, until now. And I think it's because, like, I don't know. Maybe because we were so invested in the Shane and Tess dynamic. Maybe also it's because, yeah. like, you were saying. You know that Shane begged Tess to stay and bring her mom here and for them to live together and all of this shit. So Shane got everything she wanted. And then for her to still do this to Tess, it's just like, and to herself, to herself. I'm just like, why? It's dark. Why? It's so dark. Like, this is one of the darkest, like, I think things that have happened on the show just because the the sheer like amount of like how much we can appreciate the beautiful like light moments between 
a couple like Gigi and Nat who've been in each other's lives for like 15, 20 years plus mm-hmm. and how they're still like bobbing and weaving through like the lightness of that versus like this. No, I feel that same way of like, I've known Shane since day one mm-hmm. and you're still pulling this shit right. at 40 years old right. to someone who like all that shit you just said. When you still have not figured out a relationship structure where you don't have to have these, like, moments of, like, sabotage. Right. Like, what is wrong with you? Literally. It's, like, it's almost like in the original L word, I could see past it in a way because I'm just, like, you're a child. Mm -hmm. You're a child. She's a grown-ass woman. Like, now she's, like, I feel like I I can relate to Shane more now because we're both adults Mm -hmm. where I'm just, like... I know how I'm going to be when I'm Shane's age. And, like, for her to do that, I'm just, like, that is just, like, blatant fucking disrespect to yourself and everyone around you. Like, blatant. Like, that, you have your frontal lobe now. Like, you have no fucking excuses. You know yourself. You know, you have all this intel. And you still haven't done shit with it. Like, that shit gives me the ick. Yeah, and I wonder how it's going to affect her friendship with Alice at this point, because it's not up to her friend to be, like, calling her out to change her behavior. It's the fact that Alice knew and was like, I know what you're going to do. Go ahead and do it. But, like, know that you were the one doing that. We're way too old for this shit. Exactly. Grow the fuck up. Exactly. I hope that Alice gives... We need some kind of accountability where I feel like only Alice could really deliver to Shane being, like, the best friend of, like, I've known you forever. And I've never, I've always accepted your ways, mm-hmm. even when like people have gotten hurt, mm-hmm. all this shit. But like, this shit, bro, it's unexcusable. Get it the fucking together. Yeah. Oh my god. What does she need to change? That's what I want to know. Like, at what point? <clears throat> yeah, she does need like some big shift from like someone really, really important to her, like Alice or something. Yeah. Because. That's or what it took for bet. Right. It took Tina, like, planting the seed, like, who the fuck taught you to love this way? Mm -hmm. And Bev was like, I need to go talk to my mom. Like, Shane already knows that her dad's a piece of shit, but you can't use that excuse your entire fucking life. It's terrible. This is giving Shane leaving Carmen at the altar. Yeah. But worse. I was gonna say worse, yeah. Way worse. Like, ten times worse. At least Carmen got away. You know, before shit really, like hit the fan now because now these two have like a financial relationship they have a family relationship it's they're so enmeshed yeah that like it's just gonna hurt that much more because it's not like shane can just pack up and leave it's like my mom is in our house Mm -hmm. and not even just like oh i can just tell her we broke like i have to tell her now every day Mm -hmm. that we're not even fucking together right you know it's just it's also wait did you catch that moment when tess was having that special moment with her mom like right before she like became lucid or whatever Mm -hmm. or is that the word like whenever she became present Mm -hmm. um she was like you should have never married him or something like that yeah she said that to tess and tess was just like uh but like Mm. i'm like foreshadowing (laughs) well thank god they're not married I know, but they basically are. They, yeah, I mean, it's they just, might it's as well what, be. It's, yeah, it's it doesn't make cutting those ties any easier, just all across the board. And now that we've seen the preview and we see that Shane does this shit again, and it's not even just like a one-time thing; it's becoming a whole affair. Mm-hmm. I just I've never carried so much disappointment. Yeah, in a character on a show, but of course it would be from a show where it's like it's from my childhood mm-hmm. to now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And it's, yeah, like the next day after I woke up after watching this, I felt like guilty. Mm-hmm. I felt secondhand guilt for Shane. Yeah. And I was like, why do I feel so terrible? Like someone did something awful. Yeah. It? Yeah. It was Shane. I hate Don't that. Don't put that on yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> Danny is pressing Gigi and Gigi admits to the kiss. She's like, I'm just confused. You know, I saw Nat flash in front of my eyes and the kids. And I, I want to talk about this, but like Danny's just fucking done and even in that moment whenever um Gigi was like i saw nat and the kids whenever i was in the accident Gigi goes and not me and i'm like danny stop stop to be fair and this is danny at danny danny has like made an island of herself 
like in general. I'm like, it's been a year, but I don't think Danny has any other friends right now. Which the preview does suggest that maybe she does. But I'm like, up until this moment, the she's preview. Me- what or preview? for the next episode, it looks like one of Danny's friends comes to visit or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and like, Sophie makes that comment about, like, I'm going to end up in jail or someone's going to end up in jail. I missed that, but okay. Oh, I caught something. <laughs> well, that's because we didn't watch it. Five- Normally, I watch it, like, five times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I-, I feel like, of course, Danny centered around herself, especially when, like, she's already felt like she's made such a full-blown-ass commitment to Gigi. She doesn't have any other family. She doesn't have any other thing. And it's like... We still have no idea what happened to her dad. <laughs> cares about that guy. But it's unfortunate because, yeah, Gigi wants time and wants to talk about it. But Danny just says, fuck no, I'm done. Ugh. That's that. So Alice is picking her dating game show winner. And, like, Montana Man came close. <laughs> but obviously Renee Zellweger is taking that take it out alice is please i feel like she's never met someone who's as funny as her that she thinks yeah Gigi is crying <laughs> which i'm makes me really upset like yeah. don't make my girl cry five days after she was in a car wreck bro yeah i i'm so i hate Danny. maybe that's the thing it's just the disappointment <laughs> is just really compounded on this episode yeah so Gigi's crying. Nat's in the car with her, and she's like, "You can come sleep on my couch if you want." Like I'm like, "Yeah, we know that." <laughs> then all of a sudden, comes out Danny with the oranges that Nat so carefully went to purchase from the farm stand that her and Alice love, and just starts chucking them at the car, saying, "Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" A few of them she actually threw hard enough that they splattered everywhere. That's pretty impressive. They were caracara oranges. Thick skin, y'all. You know, that's a pretty... She's got those arms. Nat is pissed. Yeah. She's like, I bought those oranges. I paid $20 for those. I'm on a therapist's salary, you know. Not. I'm not a fucking showrunner like you, bitch, okay? She's like, those are for my ex. Our ex, actually. <laughs> she really was And Gigi's like, please drive away. Yeah. Please. Also, I loved the little comment beforehand when Gigi was like, I still think I should drive. And Nat's like, I just had a few sips out of my reusable straw. Don't worry. And Gigi's like, I just think you're a terrible driver. (laughs) I know I was just in a car accident, but it's still safer if I'm the one driving. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's that says everything. Yeah. Which wait, throw. That's also, I think, a reference to season one. Yeah, because they were in the car and that yeah, that road car rage. scene. No, wait, no, Nat wasn't driving in that scene. Was Gigi driving? They're both in that bad scene? drivers. They're both. Really. They're both problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Danny's still mad, so she goes to sit in the hallway and sulk. Sophie sees her as they're all like wrapping up the episode. Comes over and it's like a really chill moment between these two. You know, she's like, "Oh, let's go with you," and Danny's like, "Oh, you know." Just another person who I thought I was going to marry has left me again. Sophie's like, yikes. But then, I don't know, they just have a really cool, like, chill-ass moment together. And Sophie's like, hey, like, do you want to come over? And <laughs> valid question here. Danny's like, are you trying to get back together with me? And Sophie's like, no, like, just come on. You need a friend. Let's go. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> everyone is happy because their 100th episode has been super successful. They're all like cheering and raising a glass. And then Alice sees Renee is leaving. Renee's what? Where are you Why are going? you leaving? You're the one who won the day with you me. Go back bitch. to that diary, girl. Where the hell are you Come going? On. Come on, Mama Squat. And Alice got something to say. Alice comes over and is like, "What? Why are you leaving? Like." What's good? And Renee's like, yeah, well, I got my shirts and my mug, so I'm good. (laughs) Clearly, she's, like, feeling weird about the fact that she, like, is a fan and then competed. And she doesn't want to, like, overstep in any way. And she she wants to stay in her lane. Mm -hmm. She clearly wants Mm -hmm. to stay in her lane. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Alice is like, but don't. Like, I want to hang out with you. Yeah, Alice swings big. Mm -hmm. She's like, all right, I guess I have to actually ask you out. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask you out. Yeah, and she's like, I dated someone kind of famous before, Dana. (laughs) And um, I get it's different, but, like, I'm just a normal person, you know? Like, I just wear clown suits. 
I don't wear these <laughs> oh when I'm in the God. studio. <laughs> I need you to stop with the clown. Oh, come on. Um, and oh, this shit. Wait, but we oh. never got an answer for sure. If, oh, they're obviously going out. Well, I hope so, but in the preview. They're eating popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that part. Okay, I did yeah, see that part. <laughs> yeah, they're obviously going to hang out. I hope they kiss. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> 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 it was just deep in there. I'm glad you let it out. <laughs> so, Tess shows up. <laughs> Tess shows up. It kisses shit. Ew. After all, I can't... <laughs> All that Kehlani juice all over she her. She doesn't know. Any other, like, she circumstances. doesn't know. I know, but any other circumstances would be okay. But it's not because it was not consensual. And Tess apologizes to Shane. I'm sorry, I snapped at you, BB. And she's like, oh, it's cool. But I'm just so glad you're here. And then they're like, well, yeah, like, let's keep the party going. They got the after party. Let's hang out. And Shane's like, well, no, I'm just, I'm just really tired now. You see, I was just fucking Kehlani in that closet for about... <laughs> You know, 45 minutes straight, my hand's really tired. It's kind of shaking. Can we just go home? <laughs> and so they go home. She then, knows what she's doing. She doesn't want to go to the after party because Kaylani's going to be there. Obviously. Trash. Do you think that Kaylani's aware that Shane is dating Tess? I think it must be because they're all at Dana's. But it's possible maybe she doesn't know. Do you think Kaylani's complicit? I think that she is blissfully ignorant towards the situation i don't think and she- shane does have that reputation yeah. so i feel like kehlani was like yeah of course you're gonna fuck me yeah i don't think that she knows that shane is in like a monogamous relationship like that deep. i don't think shane knows she's in a monogamous relationship so sophie sees kehlani exit after these two go- these two go home from the same room so she, she and ate- kehlani's buttoning up her shirt yeah a plus b equals c for I don't want to say it. What? Just bad news. Anyway, so Finley comes home. She's making dinner for Sophie because she's like, I applied to college. I got this big brain. I'm trying to grow. It's going to be great. Let's <laughs> go on and have a little romantic night. And then Danny shows up. <clears throat> and then there's this moment of like when Danny walking into the room with Finley. <laughs> it's just like there's still so much fear because you just know that like Finley knows how hard Danny can punch. Yeah. But it's cool. You know, they call a truce. You know, let's all have this, like, I know you cooked dinner for two, but let's expand that to four because Mike is here too. And let's all just have a cool little, like, roomy moment. Like, we obviously reunion just need some friends. Let's do it. So that's cute. I like the reunion vibes at the end. The family is back together. The yeah. OG Gen Q fam. It's about time because everything else is going to shit. Maybe Danny will move back in. No, wait, Mary Bell's there. No. <clears throat> Still so much question, so many questions about everyone and everything going on. But also, yeah, Maribel wasn't even in this episode after all that baby shit. They're about to really push it in the next one. Yeah. Because I forget what they said in the preview about, like, you should consider that before you have a baby. Yeah. I don't know what it was, though. Right. Huh. Yeah, some, like, other deeper family stuff is going to come out for them, I think. Yeah. It sounds like. Well, it would be nice for, yeah, a, a problem to come about, to come about that's not about fucking. That'd be nice. <laughs> like, you guys think about literally anything else? <laughs> we haven't seen you in a year. And the fact, that's the thing, though, that really gets me is, like, they'll talk about fucking all the time and, like, be in those dynamics, but we don't get to see any of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long Shane was in there with Kaylani. That's right. a crime. Also, next... Probably within the next two episodes, like, we are going to get a Finley and Sophie sex scene, right? Like, Well, yeah, because Finley wanted it tonight, but then right. everyone else showed up. That's what I'm saying. Her first But then in the previews, weren't they fighting? About what? Sophie said something along the lines of, like, how long are you going to hold all of my mistakes oh, against me? Oh, yeah. So I'm like... Are we gonna get, like is Finley gonna have sober sex? Question mark. Yes or no? I don't think so. How long have they lived together? Do you think they've had sex yet since she's been back? No. <gasps> for she's how been long has that been? How long has that been? Do you think? Like a week or two. A week or two. Well, maybe it has been some time, but they clearly haven't had sex yet. Right. Because I feel, like, or if they did, I feel like they just kind of glazed over like. 
Finley being like, well, maybe tonight we can. I think Finley was trying to make a point of like, let me curate this. Mm hmm versus which is cute i like how finley's stepping up like both with the test situation of being like test no go be with shane i'll stay here yeah i'll i'll be the grown-up yeah it's fine and then with this with the dinner i was like finley still can't replace the toilet paper but i'll take it (laughs) oh god i will take it who cares that's just a stupid job you're right (laughs) (laughs) you're so right yeah I just, I'm already, like, really, like, dreading the episode where Tess finds out. And I I really feel like Sophie's going to be a part of that. Really? Yeah, because I feel like she's going to tell Alice. And then once Alice knows, everyone knows. You're right. She's not going to keep that shit to herself, or else why would they show, seeing her see it? Right. You know? Right. Or, or, Sophie's probably going to tell Finley because they're dating. Sophie's going to tell Finley and Finley and Tess are besties. Yeah. Either way, it's it's coming out. It's coming out for sure. They're both connected to the relationship in like a big way. Exactly. There's no way it's not going to. Tess is just going to be so heartbroken. Right. And then her mom's going to die, bro. Stop. Yeah. No way. That's what I'm saying. I said this at the beginning. I'm like... This is going to be a really tough season for Tess because not only is Shane going to cheat on her with Kehlani, Mm -hmm. she's going to lose her mom, too. Yeah. Two for. I need, I feel like now that Beth's gone, I need new characters. Because it's like, I'm excited about the idea of Gigi and I getting back together, but I'm also like, I want a hottie to just be single. Mm -hmm. Can we just get a single hottie Mm -hmm. who's just playing the field? Right. Having a good time. Right. Having a nice, fun, gay life. Right. We don't get any of that. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just want... Oh, my God. What if Gigi and Nat got back together Uh and then they went on a double date with Chriselle and G Flip? Oh, Because Chriselle is one of Nat's other boos. (gasps) Whoa. That would be awesome. Yeah, I really do wonder how they're going to tie that in. That would be my fucking favorite situation to come about yeah just put like a spoon under your pillow tonight make a wish i'll try that okay no further predictions your honor (laughs) (laughs) please dear god keep the gay agenda alive and tell your gay friends about this gay ass podcast bless bless bless